everyone, and welcome once again to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books of the show of the George R. R. Martin. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Lionel Lavender, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hey, I'm Brooks Oglesby, and I have to be a lonely warrior tonight. How's it going? Oh, are you, um, Minoru Suzuki? Because he's back in the... Or, or, yeah, I... or is that just, just so happened? <laughs> it kind of just so happened. He ha- he's back in New Japan. He wasn't for a oh, while, cool. and, and now he is. He he destroyed. He killed Okada for real in real life, and now uh, he's back. Oh, good. I was actually like, I I don't know. I'm, I try to like do these nicknames to like media that I've enjoyed recently, and like Wrestle Kingdom Eleven was very good. Mm-hmm. So I was like looking for a, a, like a Kenny Omega thing. Six stars. But I couldn't. And then I was like six stars. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hey. Remember how good Minoru Suzuki's theme song is? I'm just going to do that. It's very good. Yeah, Kazini Nare. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, s- since uh, since we're doing this episode, I assume you got my um, my marked package that had the uh, the disclosed information in it. Did you watch did you watch the tape? Yeah, I mean they made me pick it like did you like put special instructions on it? Cuz like I went to, they were like they just like left a message in my mailbox that was like, "Hey, you have to come to the post office to get this." And then, like, I went up there, and I was like, hey, um, I have something from New Jersey to pick up. And they were like, they kind of, like, lowered their sunglasses, and they were like, oh, uh, come with me. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they pulled me into, like, a broom closet, and then, like, they blindfolded me, and then they put, like, I don't know, the weight of the box was really weird, I thought. Mm-hmm. Did you notice there was, like, a we- it felt like it was moving almost? Okay, because wh- what I did is I got a, a was it, it was, like, a brown regular shipping box right yeah one, once they once they delivered me from the like once they delivered me back home um and took the blindfold off i did notice that the box was brown okay so i i, I used that and i took an encoded um encrypted U- usb stick and i okay. put it i put it in a box and then i buried it in the dirt at, at, in the park um right and th- i someone told me that it would it would get to you in this way it did it had an earthy tone okay to it. okay I, yeah, yeah. Okay. It seems. Like I didn't want to say thing. anything, but yeah, it did. It was. It was a little dirty. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you, you decrypted it. Yeah, I did. And um, yeah, I I uploaded it to uh, one of the old VHS tapes that I have laying around, mm-hmm. and I, I put it in my VCR. Mm-hmm. Um, just like an hour ago, actually, I just finished it. Okay. Um, what did you think of it? I thought it was. I don't know. Like I, I, I kind of want to know like where it came from and everything. But I was kind of uh, like, I'm, right. it kind of made me miss yeah. the show, you yeah, know? I, I did. I, I gave very um, few instructions. I did bury this in the dirt, and I just sent you a text, and it said, "Look out!" So, I, I guess yeah, I, I didn't should... leave my house for like forty eight hours. Uh, huh? So, um, I for for those who who aren't filled in, which is everyone, because this is extremely sensitive information, and this uh-huh. MP three will explode after you hear it. Uh, I came in contact of with uh, it appears to be like a lost episode or like an uh-huh. unaired episode or unaired footage or something like a collection of scenes that were never put on uh, Game of Thrones the TV show that we watch. Yeah. Um and I found this I I went um you know the Star Wars Rogue One movie? Yes, the yeah, mhm. So I went with Kim to see that and the the movie theater is a nice theater. They have like all these recliner seats, and they have this uh, where they have the treats and stuff. Like they have a concession stand where you put the butter on your popcorn, which is very right. good because then you can just put as much as you want. Oh um, yeah. So 
I, I, we were, we ate, ate a lot of popcorn, like, before the movie started, and I was like, I'm gonna go put some more butter on. So I went to do that, I doused my shit in butter, just drenched it to death, and then I turned around and, I don't know, for some reason I forgot what theater we were in. It was like, theater, I thought it was theater four, so I went in that one, but I opened it, I looked inside, and there was just, like, one chair in it. And I was like, I don't remember being here. And then, like, mm-hmm. strong-armed men, they grabbed me, and they put me in the chair, and they held my eyes open, like, in the Clockwork Orange movie. Yes. And they said, this is, you need to see it now. I said, I don't want to wow. see it. I don't want to see it. But they said, you have to. This is your destiny. And then they showed me these scenes of Game of Thrones, and then I woke up in Rogue One after the movie ended. You woke up in the movie? I, I was in Rogue One in the film. Right. That's going to be on the DVD. Uh-huh. I, I die immediately in the film. And then after I died in the film, I woke up in the theater watching it, and I was very confused, and Kim was like, wow, that was a weird ending, don't you think? And I was like, yeah. And then I reached into my pocket, and the USB stick was there, and I knew what I had oh. to do. I do wish that you were in Rogue One, because you would be the, o- the only character whose name I remembered after Yeah, the it. only character who, like, name, who, named character who was likable and had, like, a personality other than the yeah. robot whose name I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't a great movie, uh, but that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk um, about this great show, Game of Thrones. So yeah, I like so I I was like thrown off of the mail truck, um, and the I don't know I like I looked at like the the dirt box and everything, and then like I kind of I felt like a tingling in like my my tummy area, mm-hmm. and like so I lifted up my shirt once I got back inside, um, and I I found like old wounds, uh huh, you know like I I had I don't like they couldn't have stabbed me, but like I don't remember these like I had like a bunch of like old healed tummy wounds. Mm-hmm. And, like, chest wounds. And, did, did they um, spell anything out? Were they in, like, a secret code or something? Or were they just... If it is, it's not English. Okay. Or, like, yeah, anything with, like, characters that I recognize. Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, uh, that seems normal. Let's talk about the episode we saw. Yeah, alright. So, how, did, how does it start? Uh, I'm trying to... It's, it, start, it starts with the song, right? But there was just a screaming skull. Like, there was no, um, like, you know, when the houses are being built, and it's, it's like, cool clockwork stuff? There was just mm-hmm. a, a Halo Halo 3 skull on fire, and it was screaming at me. Yeah, I did. As I liked played. when it, like, it's still, it, the weirdest thing to me was that, like, it zoomed into, like, the ba- like the base of the back of the skull, and, like, it had, like, the wall written on it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know, there was, like, must have been some coding error. I don't know how CGI works. Yes, some wires must have got me. Because it said the wall, and then the eye, it said, you zoomed into the eye, and it said winter fell on it, but... It was, like, on fire, an eyeball. Yeah. Um, yeah, that just kind of went on for a while. Um, and then it was, like, David Benioff, D.B. Weiss, um, Stephen Delane, all the all the big big hitters. Big hitters. Uh, for, but for, it, 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 it said starring George R.R. Martin on it, but I didn't see him. I didn't see him, but there were a lot of crowd shots in this one, so I'm sure okay. they did, like, a little Jimmy Buffett, Jurassic World sort of cameo where, like, like, you know, like, in the big climactic scene, like, he probably, like, He grabbed... wasn't writing a book? Yeah, he was probably, like, reading a book. Uh-huh. Remember when George R. R. Martin said it's going to come out this year? Yeah, we, oh, yeah. And that he was also, good. But he also said that last year. Yeah, I remember, um, I was extremely certain that we were going to get it in 2015. <laughs> My favorite thing in the world is that if you buy a new copy of A Feast for Crows right now, it's, <laughs> it's, it still says, A Dance with Dragons in 2006. Like, yep. <laughs> Don't worry, you're worried about Daenerys, but I'm glad that we have this episode to sort of tie us over. You'll see her next year in 2006. Yeah. Do you, do we have, like, a response to, like, what do you, 
think we should do with this? When, like, do we have like a, should we like send it to like the the world of ice and fire people? I I kind of want leverage over them, so yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, um, okay, okay. So here's how how we'll get them. I'll be like, we recorded an episode about this lost episode of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but. I mean, if you listen to it, you'll be spoiled. And you know how people on the internet hate spoilers, right? Yeah, I hate them. So we'll kind of have, like, all this good blackmail on them so that we can be like, hey, um, make some, like, make some shit up about a house that's dumb and put my name in it, in the book, and then I'll send you the episode. I'll give you this USB VCR VHS tape Mm -hmm. if you give me the remainder of all of the remaining footage and episodes. Okay. So I can burn them, <laughs> and they'll never be seen. Uh, that'd be, yeah, that'd be good. So the episode, I, I'm guessing there there was no like um, previously on. I guess HBO does that after, but this uh-huh. seemed to be like around season four uh-huh. or something because it was still like Tyrion's trial. Yeah, Oberyn was there. I noticed. O- Oberyn so, yeah. was there. Uh, Tywin was there. Um, Darth Vader was there. Was that him? I, mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the original Star Wars movies, actually. I mean, the Rogue One thing... I don't know. I might just be, like, misremembering. Like, yeah, bad, I mean, yeah. bad CGI, um, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher was there. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Oh, we saw that movie the day after she died, and I did not enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't... Yeah. Um, yeah, they definitely should have put her, like, in, like, the dark room with the other CGI person. Grand Moff Tarkin? Yeah, that, sure. Sure. Um, we fucking nerds, but yeah, sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's like Tyrion's trial, and everyone is, like, very happy and laughing. And they're like, wow, we sure enjoy sending Tyrion to death. And Tyrion, meanwhile, is sleepy. He's sleepy, of course. He's still chained below. And That's how you know it's a real episode. That's how you know it's a real episode. He was, he, he, him sleep. And he was, th- he was dreaming about Beatles, I think. Uh-huh. So, He's like, oh, I'm going to tell somebody about Orson later on. I haven't talked about him in a while. Who? <laughs> you remember the good joke that I did? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, then the, the trial's going on, right? And then they're like, who uh, who has, who has else has good shit to say about how bad Tyrion was? And uh, who was it, Brooks? <laughs> it was, I mean, I don't, I get, you know, we, we really said that, like, season five is where they went off the books. Mm-hmm. But, like, then, like, um, his twin brother came in, who they Ooh. hadn't ever mentioned. Oh, um, Neryat. Neryat Lannister. Co- Neryat Lannister, in. the good, the good version. <laughs> the good, that's what Tywin calls him. <laughs> he says, Neryat Lannister, the good one, the good boy. The good one. Please are, come forward he, to the he, stage. He said, Neryat, you are a son of mine. And Neryat walks in, and he's very tall. He's very tall. <laughs> and he has two noses. <laughs> Uh huh. And he's holding hands with Penny and um and walking next to the pretty pig uh-huh. from the books. Yeah, and which I thought, I thought was you know kind of. I know we're not going to get it adapted, so it's nice when they give us those little nods. Yeah, as opposed to that, just, just them calling like uh, an episode "The Winds of Winter" or some shit. Like it was, it was very good that um, Strong Bell was carried him into the the like trial uh, chamber. Yeah, it was kind of a whole thing. Like it was a whole like ensemble. Yeah. Strong Velvis was there. Um, I, I mean, you're kind of you're you're sort of the, the vocally talented one. I can I can't really pin down Nyriot's accent. Nyriot's what it accent. sounded like he he didn't really have an accent. He had a very unique vo- unique voice. 
Yeah, what was it? It was something. It sounded. It sounded. It was like he was like, "Hey guys, it's me, Nara. I'm here, the good brother." Everyone knows me, Dariat. I'm here to tell you the truth about what happened. So, do you want to kind of do? Let's let's do like a little role play. Like Tywin was the the main like judge, right? Yeah, let's just say it exactly how it happened. So you you be Tywin, and I'll and I'll be Nyriat. Okay. Okay. All right. Hmm. <clears throat> Welcome, Nyriat, the good boy. Thanks, Daddy. So, what do you? What about this? What about your bad brother? He, he killed Joffrey in cold blood. Hmm. Joffrey the king. Joffrey hmm, what the do you, king. Quiet boy. (laughs) So what do you think should be done with him if he killed the good king? It's like you always told me, Papa. If you kill a king, then you get killed too. That's what the laws are. I suppose that is the law. That's my good boy always reading his books. I'm the smart one. And who's this big fella next to you? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> but I I don't think he has a voice, so he can't talk. Well, that will be all. Why am I becoming an old woman? <laughs> I'm Robin Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire now. Yes, yes, that will be all. <laughs> Thanks, Papa. And then he just falls through a trapdoor into the dungeons. That's probably why he didn't show up again. Probably because they didn't have the rights to Robin Williams stuff. Uh, that you know, that must have been it. And, and it was like. like Season four was like 2014, and that's the year that Robin Williams died. And yeah, like, so, you it know, would have been. It would have been. We would have had a real Carrie Fisher situation on our hands. Yeah, like now, like you know, it's been long enough. We can sort of appreciate like the the homage, but now it was a little. It was a fresh wound. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wanna you wanna spice things up and go and go into questions? Yeah, sure. If I I don't like to, I don't want to like think about this episode. Just like 60 minutes, one fell swoop. Okay, I yeah, need, I need like, breaks. Okay, so let me uh, let me dig back into these bad boys. Uh, a lot, a lot of them. Turns out people, did you know people like to listen to this show? Did you know that we ran, like, what about, what the fuck happened with our views? Yeah, it was weird. Like, for some reason, the last two things we did have, like, double the views of anything else. For yeah. no reason. I but, like, I like that officially the highest, the most, the Fantastic Satisfaction episode with the most views is our holiday special. Which doesn't count. <laughs> and like right. it, it, it doesn't matter in terms of any overall story. Uh, taking turns at random asked a, a two part two part question. Uh, first part says, "Is Game of Thrones good?" Probably not. <laughs> and then <laughs> follows up with, "No, for real though, is the content as a whole, books and show and fandom, all averaged out good?" Like, yeah, obviously the books are good and the show is bad and the fans are absurd, but is all of it good? Okay. I, I think it, like, overall, it's okay. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd rather have all of this than none of it. Yes. So, like, I, I guess it's like a, it's like a, a weak good. Like, if, 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 like, we're going out of ten, it's like a six. I'm, I, I felt a six. Yeah, a weak six. Yeah. Out of ten. Um, yeah, I, I think the fandom's very good. I don't know about the y'all. other day. Uh, I of course I was at work, so I had to torture myself and went to the uh, a Song of Ice and Fire Reddit. Yes, of course. And the, one the topic was like secret Daenerys thing that no one ever thought about, and I was like, oh boy, I have to click on this. And the guy's like, uh, what did did anyone else realize that when Daenerys 
is revived from the the fire, her hair is burnt, but there's no mention of what happened to her fingernails or toenails. Is it aren't they made out of the same material skin? And literally the first response was just like, please give us the book, George. <laughs> like like come on. We I was really hoping it. that like the there was a better dookie scene because I just want to talk about that every time she comes up. Oh the the shit drink shit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, did you notice did you notice that when she does the big dookie and the Dothraki see that she does it on the the top of a mountain and it trickles down, which means that she will will be the queen and will be a Republican. <laughs> the, the trickle down economy. It was, it was like that. Um, have you ever seen Black Dynamite? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, fuck. There's there's a scene at near the end where they like figure out the mystery, and now whenever. I see, like, any crackpot Game of Thrones theory, like, that's the scene I think about. Okay. And it's just them nonsense, like, it somehow involves, like, Greek gods and, like, history and, like, putting words together that don't make any sense. Right. And it turns out that the drink makes uh, black people's dicks small. Uh-huh. Is the, the, how the, the mystery, spoilers for Black Dynamite, which came out, like, seven years ago, but... Really? I thought it was, like, an old movie. No, it was, it was recent. They made they made it look like an old movie, Brooks. Oh, movie magic. Trick, that was what my dad said. Hollywood tricks. Hollywood tricks. Yeah. So, um, what else happened in this episode? Um, Daenerys gets a cat over at the Narrow Sea. Like cat of the canals, or no, like just a, like a like a he, like a not a human cat, but just like a like a real world sort of cat. Uh huh. Because remember, like, because uh, like Jorah hasn't been banished yet, and he's still like worried because like Barristan's gonna learn the truth in a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. like, he's like, why did he say that? Why did he like? What did he? What was his excuse for giving Danny a cat? It was like he's like uh, Khaleesi. To rule a kingdom, you must first rule like like if you want to rule many people, you must first start small, mm-hmm. and um, it's a, it's a cat. And like, it was kind of like I, I, she's like I know you're in charge of like a whole city and everything, but like try to raise this. If you can't raise a cat, you can't raise a dragon, you know. Yeah, and it's kind of then like the kind of like the funny montage music starts playing, and it's like it was. Huh, you think it was, you it, think ruling a kingdom's hard? Try keeping this cat yeah, out of the bathroom when you're trying to shit. And it's like a funny looking cat. It's like a one of those like sphinx cats with no with no hair. And the song's yeah. like, you make my dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. And he, his name is Quentin Martell. His name is, Qu- the cat's name is Quentin Martell. And then it's just like lots of funny scenes. Like, uh, he, like the cat is eating like the bones of a dead child some guy brought in front of her that was roasted by a dragon. Yeah. And Daenerys like puts her hands on her hips and she's like, oh, you. Like, yeah, and then there's, like, and then, like, it goes to commercial, it goes to HBO commercials, and then it comes back, mm-hmm. and then, like, you see, like, Barristan, like, late at night, like, trying, like, putting the cat outside, and then the cat just kind of goes right back in, mm-hmm. and Barristan, like, puts his hands on his hips. He puts his hands on his hips, and he shakes his head, and then he, tr- it's, it's like, the cat tricks him and locks him out. Yeah. it's a smart cat. That was my favorite, um, spinoff of Sister Sister was Smart Cat. Yeah, Smart Cat was pretty good. Smart Cat was pretty good. Not not this one. Not uh, Quentin Martell, but still very. Yeah, Quentin Martell. Yeah, Quentin Martell was like I I can see why they cut him from future episodes. Also, and then there there's like a couple more things of like uh they're they're having like a fancy dinner and the cat jumps up on the table and then Daenerys forces Barristan to eat at like the cat bowl and everyone laughs. Yeah, and then and Strong Bell is there and Strong Bell just eats the cat. Strong Bell Strong Bell eats the cat. And then he gets he gets roasted by the dragon. 
Yeah. Which I don't. Yeah, I don't know what I was. I, yeah, it, a lot happened in this episode, and it's really hard to remember. It, oh yeah, the cat did die at the end. Very yeah, much. I, I, I'm guessing that's why they cut this one out. Is because like, there's like first of all, if you're you, there are no themes or arcs or anything, so why would you put like a one episode arc of this cat? You know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I personally enjoyed it. I think it was one of the highlights of the season for me. Yeah, and I, I do like that they kind of like kept the door open in the same way that like when like Stannis beefed that, it, like they didn't show it on door, camera. That whole door didn't. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so God, that was a good episode. <laughs> um, it's so God, fucked up it. that people are like, "Oh, no, what whole door? What a heroic sacrifice!" No one, I fucking, know. no one fucking cares that he died. <laughs> Nobody talks about him ever again. Other than you, who wants to make a meme out of it, you fuck. Yeah, God. Man, remember how Hodor and Khaleesi both have their own sections for merch on the HBO store? Yes, and all of Hodor. I haven't looked at Hodor's merch, but I'm sure it's all fucking, like, doorstops and doorknobs and fucking... It is. Yeah. And there's there's not even one where just you see his enormous fucking dicky. Uh, that's because they did have one item up for pre-order before this whole, like, hold the door thing. And it was like, you know, um, like, bookends? Yeah. They had two, it was, like, one was pewter, and the other one was, like, ivory, and it was just two giant Hodor dicks. Just Valyrian steel hogs. Valyrian steel hogs, and they don't have them anymore, because I I bought it. Because I, yeah, I have them. I'm the king of them. It it was the ones... (laughs) I made my own Iron Throne with steel Hodor dicks. Yeah, and, and they're gone, because I bought all of them. But, yeah, um, I think that, like... It's cool that we didn't see the death on camera because Strong Bell was just swallowed the cat whole. Mm-hmm. So, like, they could they could reintroduce the cat. Mm-hmm. They could, yeah. Which I feel like it kind of humanizes Danny a little bit, you know? I think that's what they were going for. Something, something like that. Or, like, uh, you know, just any anyone can die in the show, Brooks. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, you know, they don't say any person. They say any one. And who, what is a cat but one of a, a thing? Work of the week. Work of the week. Uh, anonymous asked a question. Actually, a lot of anonymous is asked. For some reason, people don't want their internet names associated with the show. I mean, yeah. Uh, anonymous asked. This is this is a little specific. Uh, okay. If you had to cast Rami Malek as a character in A Song of Ice and Fire, who would you choose? For extra, we are, for extra like... runtime padding, also cast Zoe Deschanel and yourselves. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel we've already talked about like how like I saw a photo set once of Rami Malek as Quentin and I was like that was very good and then you were like he's but he's very good and Quentin is not. Yeah, like the thing I, like I would probably have to be Quentin. Yeah. As <laughs> just like a fucking guy who dies. <laughs> and he like like the whole time he's just like I don't want to be here. Like my least favorite thing is like doing things. So like right. I really relate to Quentin on that level. So I would, uh-huh. I would probably be Quentin. Maybe we could do, like, a Mary-Kate and Ashley situation where we both play Quentin. That would be really fun. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, there, we, there would be no, like, Garrus Drinkwater or anything. He'd always be right off screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, like, so yeah, that answers that, huh? That answers that. Like, but honestly, like, if Rami Malek was on the show, he'd probably need a lot of money, so he'd have to be, like, a main character. He might as fucking well be Euron Greyjoy. He, he could... I mean, better than whatever fuck they cast as him. I mean, like, if we're thinking through like the brilliant and twisted minds, George, George Stephanopoulos, um, who plays who plays Euron, that's his name, right? Yeah, that's him. Uh huh. Yeah, Pat Sajak plays Euron Greyjoy. <laughs> um, 
But like they do, like the the brilliant twisted minds of Benioff and Weiss do put all non-white people in dorm. Yes. Or you're holding up a white woman, like. Right. So you're either just like a nondescript criminal, or you're Dornish. Mm-hmm. Um, in the brilliant twisted world of Benioff and Weiss. I thought I I know they had to age up everyone, but I thought it was very weird that they cast uh Tristane Martell as Remy Malik in the show. I thought it was yeah. I thought it was it was a. Hmm. I mean, hey, you know, if you can get the Mister Robot. Mm-hmm. From the Mr. Robot, he's not spoilers. He's not Mr. Is he? Who's Mr. Robot? Really, if you think about it, he is. Um, he spoilers. he is. What if we are the Walking Dead? Maybe the real Mr. Robot was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> oh, I fucking love Mr. Robot. I don't. I haven't watched the second season at all. It's not. It, the first season's okay. Second season's not that good. Yeah, I'm still gonna watch the third one because I don't. Because fuck me, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought the episode where, like, um, where Christian Slater just kind of sort of, like, um, sieges King's Landing was good in episode nine. This is, we're really, like, several timelines have opened up in this episode, <laughs> and I can't keep track of all of them. But I really did enjoy the scene when Christian Slater sieges King's Landing. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was cool. It's kind of like a little, a little, a little crossover, you know. Crossover. What? Uh, I, how did you feel about the scene when he murdered uh, Stannis by shooting him in the head? I think it really shows that, like, oh, they were going to show this episode, and that's mm-hmm. why they left it open ended accidentally that Stannis died. But then, like, they just like did it in the scene where Stannis was like, I don't know, I might want to burn this kid because I'm really horny for this witch, and then like. He's and then Davos is like up in, in like his jail cell and he's like, "My your grace, um, uh, how about an onion in this trying time?" And like he's trying <laughs> Can to I really like. An onion? <laughs> in my humble onion, you shouldn't do it. Uh-huh. And then just like Christian Slater just walks on screen and just fucking domes him with a just fucking shoot, nine millimeter. Just shoots him with a gun in the head <laughs> with the first gun. And then he says, "Hacked." <laughs> yeah, he looks into the camera and he says. Uh, democracy isn't the only thing that's been hacked. <laughs> it's also, uh, primogeniture. Yeah. I'm Christian and Slater, and I'm the king. I'm the king now. But then, then it was weird, because, like, later in the season, like, Sanus is still there. Yeah. Maybe this but was, I mean, like, it's probably the evil shadow. This was, this must have been, like, one of his, um, like, shadow dreams. But, because he gets them, because he's evil. I guess that makes a lot more sense if getting domed by Christian Slater was just, like, a dream. That was what he really feared. It wasn't, like, losing a war or, like, anything. He thought, if I fail, Christian Slater will... If, if, I, if I kill Gendry, if I Christian kill Gendry, Slater will Christian kill Slater, me. Kill me in real life, me, Stephen Delane. With, like, this punching sword that kills me instantly. And that that's why he, did, like, never wants to comment on the show, because he has this memory of, like, this weird thing that happened. And yeah, you know, it was... That was... Yeah, and inside the episode, they did mention that, like, this was an ad-lib. Like, this was completely unscripted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I hope I hope he's okay. Like, I, feel, I, think... I feel like they do these, because you know how oh, there's always those, like, images leak of, like, rec- like recording on, on set in this mm-hmm. location. So I thought, I really thought the um, the musical sequence was weird, but I guess they, like, fake recorded it to, um, like, throw off the, you know, the internet and, like, reporters and stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was very, like, everyone was, like, dancing and having fun. 
Yeah, they, for sure. Yes. Yeah. That's a good scene. In in Bravos, which you know no one does shit in Bravos. That's right. That's right. I was having a hard time remembering. But yeah, it wasn't Bravos. Uh-huh. Um, I it it was weird, but I guess necessary. Yeah, know, especially since like we don't even see Bravos until season five, until except for this episode. Yeah. This this was like a preview of like here's what's to come. Everyone's gonna enjoy this fun place, Bravos. Mm-hmm. And then no one does. Next question. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I, right. I'm really excited about this next scene, but yeah, we we can yeah. Oh fuck this question. Okay, never mind. Uh, Tumblr <laughs> user Free Masonic Yowl asked a question. I I just I really enjoy whenever a, uh, a question starts like this. I have not read any books. Yeah. Only listened to any, the first I've... audiobook ever. Like, <laughs> not just cool. a series. Like, none. Uh, nice. Hate watch the series and listen to Pigot plus the Fandamentals slash unabashed book snobs. Very good. Who gives a heck about Egg 2 besides John Con? Me. I like Egg. I, I don't like Egg the character. I like Egg the, like, mystery. I, hey, you remember that funny skit from the Amanda show called The Girls Room where there was Debbie and she was like, I like eggs? Have, ha, uh, also, Freemasonic Sonic Yell says, also, Tap Dancer from Terrace House is bad. Thank you. I, I do agree on that point. Tap fucking sucks. Other than when he did his, like, cool performance, that was cool. But other than that, he's a shit heel. Um, yeah, I agree with that. And I also ha- agree that Debbie on Amanda show is very funny. Have you ever, like, because you know how... Uh, on Nickelodeon, sometimes they're like, remember the 90s? And they show... Yeah, like all the time now? Yeah, yeah from like 3.30pm to like 4 like, in the morning. It's, it's time for the splat! Yeah, and they show like um all that and like the Amanda show, and none of it is fucking funny. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like... Was it... I mean, we thought it was funny at some point, right? I thought it was very funny. Fucking... I don't know. I think Totally Kyle is probably still funny. Because, like, the shows, like, the cartoons, like, Hey Arnold and, like, uh, Rugrats and shit, like, that's still good. Like, you can watch that now and you're like, this is a good show. But I don't I think a lot of it is just that, like, you see Kenan Thompson in the 90s and you're like, oh, he thinks he's just getting his start in Sketch and then he's going to move on to Greener Pastures. But he, he doesn't. And now he's just, like, he's the least important character in the David Pumpkin skit. Uh-huh. And it's you know just, the it's, famous skit of Halloween. Yeah, and he was like, I mean, like he was like the the least the least like important character in Good Burger. Mm-hmm. Not like least important, but like he wasn't Kel. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't the burger. That's for sure. He wasn't the burger. He wasn't good. <laughs> you know, he was there though. I mean, like if you yeah. think about it, he he says he says all here goes, which is funny. Doesn't Coolio say that? Yeah, probably. Man, what's Coolio up to? He was at the. F- I every year my fr- my friend's dad works for like um a liquor distributor, and okay. he always that that's not well you'll see he gets because they do the, they supply the liquor for it's like the Food Network like food festival or whatever in New York, and he gets a bunch of tickets and every then like they all go to different days and the one day they always invite me to is the Burger Bash because they know mm. these burgers are my favorite food, so. I think it was two years ago now, you were just at the Burger Bash, and they usually have, like, a cover band playing, and then they're just like, hey, everyone, it's Coolio, and fucking Coolio played Gangsta's Paradise at the Burger Bash. Hell yeah. And I think, I couldn't see him, because I'm very short, and there was a crowd, but my friend Mm -hmm. was like, you know, like, the famous Coolio hair that he has? 
Yeah. My friend was saying he had a hat on, but it was like fake hair attached to the hat. Oh, cool. He was tame. Yeah. And that sounded very bad, and it makes me sad to think about. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, it is 20. I guess it's get. He's probably getting up there. But, like, that's. It was like, if I'm going to see Coolio perform Gangsta's Paradise, I want to be prepared for it. Right. I was he, not, is, he is 53. Okay. I was not in the mindset to witness this at that time. Um. Also, he probably, like, because you know, anytime, if anybody ever sees that, like, Coolio's, like, balding or he can't pull off that famous, delightful Coolio hair, then, like, people would probably start calling him, like, Coolie Old, which would be, like, pretty, pretty rude. But it's, like, right there and everybody would be thinking it because it's, like, a nice dig. That's very good, actually. Coolio doesn't deserve that. He, well. Cooliosteoporosis. <laughs> he you deserved know? that. Yeah. Uh. Tumblr user traditional marriage asked a question. You're gonna like this one. It's a fucking good username. Still. It's a very, it's a very good username, but a very bad question. I'm just okay, kidding. great. Please, please don't hate me for asking this, but since this is the definitive podcast for all meta analysis of A Song of Ice and Fire, and there's so much Stannis yes. love, I gotta ask why. Why does everyone, <laughs> well, book readers, love him? Just finished my A Feast for Crows reread, and he still just feels like a grumpy, teeth grinding, beautiful man I wouldn't want to be friends with. You don't gotta have Stannis, but you gotta respect him. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I mean, I will say that, like, like, I mean, he's barely in a feast for crows, and like, a lot of like his like redemptive shit and uh, the general consensus opinion isn't like a dance with dragons in terms of like you get to see like him becoming like John's new paw <clears throat> and all that shit. Pa- Papa um, John, if you will. Yeah. Pa- <laughs> thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know, Eddie. Why do people like Stannis? Um, because they like to give funny nicknames, and Stannis the Manus is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, thought it was, um, what did he do? He, like... For me, um, it was kind of, like, how I enjoy most things, and it started as, like, an ironic, uh, like of Stannis that turned into a real one as I began to believe it. Yes, very much. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Same. Um, and then, like, I I reread the uh, Clash of Kings prologue, and I heard Crescent, like, talking about... Um, baby Stannis, like, being bullied and, like, losing his parents and all of this shit. Stannis watched his parents die. He watched his parents die. On a boat. On a boat. Like, right outside of their house. Yeah. And And then then Robert was like, hey, you fucking idiot. Nice (laughs) shitty bird. Yeah. (laughs) Robert isn't good, but I still like him. Robert isn't... Uh, there's, like, the new Radio Westeros is about Robert, and I haven't listened to it yet, and I'm so excited. I did, because it's, like, nine and a half hours long. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's very good. The only thing... The only, um... Thing I, like, dislike about that show is it seems kind of too scripted sometimes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, which, it's... He, which our show is actually very much the opposite of, if you couldn't uh-huh. tell. But yeah. I, I hate... I hate when they have guests on. Yeah. Because they try to do the same thing, and they're very clearly just reading words, and the fucking guy <laughs> they had on this app sucks so bad, because he was trying to do, like, um, like, they're like, this guy is, like, a, a war master, and he knows about battles and formations, and he was reading it like he's doing the voiceover of a fucking History Channel reenactment, 
Oh, it sounds like it sucks. And I was just like, fuck, like, if anyone knew I was listening to this right now, like, a fucking History Channel reenactment of a fake war from a fantasy series that happened before this series <laughs> takes place. Jesus. Yeah, I'm very, like, I'm, like, it's been, like, coming out in, like, my department that, like, I have a podcast, which sucks, and it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, people have been asking me, what kind of podcast do you listen to? And I'll, I'll open up my podcast app, because I don't fucking remember. And then I'll just, like, be like, uh, uh, and it's just, like, shitty wrestling podcasts and shitty, like, our own podcast and shitty, um, like, Game of Thrones fucking A Song of Ice and Fire war strategy shit. <laughs> and it's just pretty bad. Like, it's a bad, and then I'm just like, I don't have a, I don't have, I don't listen to the podcast. Uh, do you have any funny ideas for this fake episode, or do you just want to do questions? <laughs> um... I have, I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to see. I did. I thought we were doing a pretty good job. Okay. I started to doubt myself. No, it's pretty. I mean, like, I I take it. I take responsibility for losing the plot by introducing Christian Slater. Uh huh. But I mean, we could go to the wall and see what's going on up there. You know, we haven't been up north. We have, we have not. Um, what's uh Johnny Boy doing? And just like to, I mean, just like to be clear to like people who don't watch the show, like. It's a lost episode, not a fake episode. We should be really like distinct in like our. Oh uh, yes, stuff. yeah. I should. Uh, yeah, words matter, and how you use them. All right, so Sorry. they're all they're all gearing up for like the big wall battle. It's like, and, and the thing is, morale is low. You know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. morale is low, and Gior Mormont just died. So of <laughs> Wait, course, like three seasons ago, <laughs> like three seasons, he just. You know, if, you know, the brilliant twisted mind of Brian Cogman tells us that these are not necessarily chronological. Yes. So. Um, so of course, um, Gren and Pip and Ollie, all the boys just get together and like, morale is low. We should have a tournament, guys. The the tourney of the wall. The tourney of the wall. We should have it. Okay. Cause you know, like we should be preparing to fight for our lives and defend the, the, uh, the kingdom. Yeah, but but Bowen Marsh is like, I'm tired. I don't want to. And it's like, okay. And then John's like. Um, I slept with the wildling girl. And, like, I, I slept with um, the wildling girl. Um, he gets a megaphone and he's like, "Hey, eager it out." And then, um, so then yeah, Dolores yeah. is like, "Okay, um, do you want to like call some great houses or something?" Uh, yeah, it was like, it's a good thing the um, like ravens in the show travel so fast. Yeah. Because everyone was was there. Yeah, because it starts out with the scene with like John brooding and looking over the balcony, and then mm-hmm. Dolores Ed comes up. And he's like, John, the, the tourney's about to start. And he's like, did you know that the clitoris has thousands of nerve endings? <laughs> and if you stimulate it, and, and then, like, it kind of, it cuts away. It, like, it cuts back to, to like, Dolores Ed, and he's kind of, like, taking notes, because John's very good at just, like, slamming that tang. John never fucked, though. I thought we established this. He never fucked, but, like, he, like, made love, you know? No. You know, like, he Was just, that like... Lost? He just like you know he he you know he taught that pussy some manners. <laughs> Should we just do questions? <laughs> Let's just do questions. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll come back to the episode later. We'll come back. Oh my. Oh my like, god. I'm, I'm like. Do- 
Go ahead. <laughs> if there's one thing I appreciate, it's just the fucking treasure trove of content that, like, Jon Snow's fucking has given us. Right? God, he's a shitty character. All he does, all he does is fucking... <laughs> all he does is die. mope and fight and fuck. He might as well be Dornish. Yeah, he might as well be Doran Martell. <laughs> um, God. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> There's something oh, I was, I was thinking that um, I've just submitted all of my PhD department applications to all of these mm. schools, um, and like you know I have to put my name on them, and then you know the department's gonna have to like do background checks and like see what what my whole steez is, mm-hmm. and um, man, sure hope they don't know how podcast apps work. Um, a good follow up to everything that just happened. Tumblr user Dork Phoenix asked a question. If you ever met George R. R. Martin, how would you describe the podcast? <laughs> I would not. I'm like, I'm very serious. Like, we got some like very cool and good fan art since the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, from Tumblr user friend of the show Weekend Teeth, official uh art partner, artner of the show Weekend Teeth. That's very good. Thanks. Off the um, the first of which is us, the th- like me, Eddie, and producer Kim sitting in a kiddie pool with George R. R. Martin pissing out of his heart onto us. Yeah, it, how it would have to happen is he would be like doing a book signing, and I'd be like, um, "Can you sign this, please?" And like, not I'm, say anything else. Like I, I think about this a fucking lot. <laughs> like I think about like I've I've thought a lot about like how I want to like be like the fucking worst nerd of all time and be like thank you for writing stannis i really he really resonates with me um and but like i also would want to be like hey could you please sign this thing my friend and i do a podcast and like you know we we you know we we enjoy all the media and stuff but we really really like the books that's really where it's at and so like we we drew like the yellow represents like your your inspiration and content it's like it's like the gold like you're because your writing is you... gold. Yeah. Um, I, I did really... Have you seen that, like, um, those pictures on Tumblr of him talking to Stephen King? Uh, oh, yeah, where he's like... Where Stephen King's like, yeah, I can, I'm can. i a writer and I write. And he's like, you do? How? Yeah. Like that one? He's like, I write a, three, I write a book in two months. And George is like, no, you don't. I write. I write. I would say it. I, but, like, that makes me so happy that George R. R. Martin is just a dude. He's like, you don't ever want to just, be like, think maybe I should have been a plumber or something? Yeah. Like, God. What a guy. Yeah, I'm definitely at the point where, like, that that one sentence where he's like, I, I think it'll be out this year, but, like, I thought so last year, is, like, so important to me. You talk about humanizing a villain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anonymous, again asked uh guy guys so i got really drunk tonight sorry books and listened to the last few season six podcasts i miss getting mad at the show and listening to your podcast D &D are literal evil for ruining my favorite series but it's always fun to listen to your podcast thanks i mean that's a lie but okay yeah i mean yeah you getting drunk was a lie too because that's not good kim isn't here because uh, she went to go shopping for materials so that later we can drink alcohol. <laughs> so that later we can drink alcohol. I was trying to say 
I wasn't trying to be like cheese pizza. Like, <laughs> I, I wanted it to be a secret so like you you wouldn't hear. So that later we may imbibe on the good beverage. We are going to drink alcohol later, and the drink I believe that will be prepared is a Moscow Mule. It's like like um Russia piss. Yeah. Okay. Free free association here. I I hope that I I've sent out the invites and I. It's I sometimes hope. when I see the things that are happening in the world today, it's like we might be really living in Game of Thrones. I I hope that uh, when I send out all my party invites, I hope that Lysa Aaron comes. There was, okay, we should, I mean, like, briefly, like, there's nothing to really talk about, but there was just, like, another scene of, like, Sansa lying in her bed and just, like, listening to Peter Baelish's ass slap against um, Lysa that, for just, like, 90 seconds. That was in the show, though. It was in the show, but then they just, like, added another scene of it for in this episode. Oh, in this, like, okay. at the time. Yeah. It was, like, meanwhile, in the Eerie. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. That's, I think that's phonetically how you would fuck. I mean, I've never fucked before, so I wouldn't know, but I mm-hmm. think that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Uh, Tumblr user Gendermatology asked the question, which characters are libertarians? Oh, this is fun. While we, um, Wario. Yeah. It doesn't say in the show. It just says which characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tyler Durden. Yes, of course. Did you did you watch the fucking Nintendo Switch thing? Hell yeah! How do you feel about uh, Super Super? How do you say his name? Uh, Super Mario. How do you feel about Super Marino fucking <laughs> like walking alongside real humans? Um. Yeah, Dan Marino's Odyssey looks pretty good. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's a me, Dan Marino. Let's go. Ah, oh, fuck Ace Ventura Pet Detective's a good movie. Elise is out. Yeah, remember when Dan Marino just misogyny. gets... Ki- remember when Dan Marino's just doing a fucking commercial and it gets kidnapped for real in the middle of it? In front of cameras? <laughs> yeah, it's a mystery. It sure is. Um, I don't know. It looked... I mean, I thought of, like... It looked a lot more like the Spider-Man games than the Grand Theft Auto games for me at first. Or, like, the Sonic 06 game. Because, mm-hmm. like, he's just, like, bouncing over buildings, and I'm like, this is fucking... You're not Tobey Maguire. New Dunk City. I did think that was New Pork City, and, um, I, uh, imploded completely, because I thought it was, like, an HD Mother 3 thing. I was gonna uh, ask you about Mother 3 before it happened, but, like, we knew it wasn't fucking gonna happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. N- Nintendo yeah. made ARMS before they released Mother 3 in America. And they sure did. <laughs> I, like, I'm still gonna fucking buy the thing at launch. I'm not. like, I, I took out extra student loans this semester to, to do it. In your Switch budget? Yeah. Oh, boy. Can't wait for those loan sharks to listen to this podcast. I, I, I wasn't, like, a guy. I was like, um, I don't know. I'll wait to see, like, the price isn't that bad. Like, I'll see what games are out for it. And then the guy was like, you can feel the ice cubes. And I was like, sold. Yeah, you can feel... Not just one ice cube, but, but, but as several ice cubes, as up many as to there are. Three, up to three ice cubes, and then there's a game where you look each other in the eye and milk a cow. Yeah, which is very like P got meet up, like for sure. Mm-hmm. It's going down. <laughs> it, has, it must happen. Uh, 
we got a lot of people like the show. That's weird. Uh, it really is. Tumblr user, a king who still cared, asked a question. Ah, good username. Hello, guys. I've been systematically listening to your back catalog of podcasts, which has led me to chuckling like a loon in public. My life has, not to be blue, kind of sucked the dick right off a dog lately. Uh-huh. So thank you for both very much for being my proverbial lightbringer. Anyway, to make this an actual question, if the Song of Ice and Fire characters existed in our world, which ones would watch reality TV shows and which ones would performatively not do so? <laughs> it's so good! Like Santa would. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, Sansa would be like, yeah, she would, and, like, she would defend it. Mm-hmm. She would, she would be, like, on Stan Twitter, like, using, like, Kardashian gifts all the time, mm-hmm. and it would be fucking great. Um, I feel like Varys would be like, I don't have time to, to idle in such ways, and then go to his chambers and, like, turn it right on. Right, and fucking, like, Littlefinger would be like, media hasn't been good since 1979. <laughs> Where's fucking Foreigner, everybody? <laughs> Cold as ice the, is when music was... The, nobody... only mo- the only movie I've ever seen is Taxi Driver. <laughs> Cheaper by the Dozen 1 was much better than the sequel. Littlefinger has a fucking Scarface poster on his wall. Oh yeah, for sure. He does. I can, I can fucking see him like on the fucking twi- like, on the tweet zone being like... Mm, I just finished watching Battleship Potemkin tonight. <laughs> and, oh, they don't make them like that anymore. All Stannis watches is, like, the only movie Stannis has ever seen is Bridge Over the River Kwai. Like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Stannis, Stannis locks the door every time that he wants to watch Stand By Me, but he watches it almost every night. <laughs> and he'll never admit it. The only movie Davos has ever seen is Pearl Harbor. <laughs> And he yeah, thinks it's, it's he thinks it's he thinks died. it's a do- he thinks it's a documentary. Uh-huh. Like he thinks that's actual footage. Oh fuck. That's pretty good. Um and also just the one scene in Shrek where Donkey talks about onions having layers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On YouTube. Yeah, his v- like his VHS tape of Shrek is slowed down over that scene because he's rewound it so much. That's like uh in my like Chrome uh you know how you have like the bookmarks bar? Yeah, like not not like your bookmarks folder, but like the bar underneath where you type in the URL and stuff. I only have one um, one link there, and it's a link to the post on the Giant Bomb forums where someone drew that really bad picture of Jeff Gerstmann. Yes, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that, I have that in my like in my uh, <laughs> bookmarks bar for quick access because sometimes I just need to pick me up. Yeah, and the, his is just the the when Donkey says onions. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Anonymous ask a question. This one says, fuck. Leaf Crunch asked a question. If the Game of Thrones characters were Pokemans, what would their Z-moves be? For example, slap a little finger right on this bad boy and unleash Fucknasium Fury. <laughs> um, fuck, I don't know anything about Pokemon, dude. You you completed you beat the Elite Four with your fucking original Poplio and then turned the game off, right? I did, and now I'm playing Alpha Sapphire because I've never played the third generation games. I really like um friend when friend that time friend of the show Zach Cataquax asked you like, wow, how did you do it? Did you attack? Did you have him equip an Eviolite? And you're like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, <laughs> I just pressed B fifty times every time he tried to evolve. Like you really 
completed your game with like a level 57 Poplio. He's very good. Did you have all water moves? He's a fucking water type. I, I mean, he had like a fairy move, even though he's not a fairy type yet. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to make you mad if I tell you my strategies. I re- no, like I genuinely want to know how you accomplish this because sometimes I struggled with this game. I was like, wow, this fight against this uh, totem Pokemon or whatever is hard. So I don't know. I'm just like fucking status moves by. Mm-hmm. No need for that shit. Spore or more like bore. Spore is the fucking best sleep. Oh my god. Um, and then I, like, I caught all the tapus and released them. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining all you do is, like, to- somehow you win every fight with Confuse Ray and Bubble Team. And you just wait <laughs> for the opponent to kill themselves. I'm like, wait, you can attack them? Yeah. Yeah, I just thought, I fucking, like, I tail whip and then I struggle. <laughs> in real life. Mm. Like, not in Pokemon. Um... Stannis's would be called um, What's Mine by Right, and he would die by Brienne killing him. <laughs> yeah, it's just like self-destruct without damaging the opponent at all. I mean, Winter, winter is Coming is the easiest one. Mm-hmm. But Ned Stark is dead, so. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, fuck, I had one. Um... Quentin Martell's could be black. A lot of these, a lot of these, I just keep thinking of people who would kill themselves mm-hmm. um, through this move. And I guess that's not what Z moves are meant to do. If you got a, a like um, Baratheum Z, like you could attach any any Baratheon can use this, and they for like when one activates it, they form like a, a Megazord. Yeah, and then they all start fighting, and it only but, ten but they all just fight each other and die. Uh huh. Like he just beats the shit out of himself. Um, like, Victorians would be called. Hit very hard. Okay. And then he would try to hit you very hard. Okay. Yeah. Not even, not even like, sword man slash. Just, like, fight him. The hardest hit. Fight him good. <laughs> Watch out for this arm. This, my, this, is, this is my special arm. <laughs> it's black and made of demons. Um, that's, that's the last question. Alright, I'm glad we still have some episode to go over. Oh, fuck. We didn't really, we really didn't think this through, did we? I guess not. I mean, we haven't, like, talked about what Oberyn was doing. Oberyn was, because he was like, remember when he's like, I will be your champion. Yes. That's how Oberyn talks. He was, um, he was, like, training for the battle. And, you know, who you remember who he was training with? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was Bronn. It's Bronn, yeah. Because Bronn trains with everyone, and he was just being really racist to him. Yeah, that was kind of in poor taste. He was like, uh, Oberyn's like, train me how to fight, like, uh, like as a, as a Westeros, uh, knight would fight. And Bronn's like, all the Dornish do is fight. And he's like, yeah, like, Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what we're here for. Yeah. And I, I, I'm going to like, I'm going to need to go fuck in like 30 seconds if we don't start fighting. He's, He's like, if I, he's like, if I don't get the fuck soon. And then he just, like, started, like, shaking, like he was going to transform into something. Mm-hmm. And then Brown's like, disgusting, I hate Dornish people. And then Oberyn turned into a fucking gremlin. Yeah, like, and then, yeah, it's really, like... But then, like, Ilaria shows up, and he's like, I'm sorry, Ilaria, this is my true form. And, and Ilaria like... says, I am Obarasan! <laughs> 
And then they both say, I love you anyways, even though this is your true form. And then they kiss and they ascend. And then, um, accidentally in love starts playing. And then, and then everyone starts there. And that's on her face. <laughs> Which is weird because it wasn't the end of the episode, but it really felt like it. <laughs> They're really getting out of control with these, like, false endings. Yeah, like, if I were putting together the show, that definitely would have been, like, the crescendo. Like, that would have been it. And then I would have tuned in next week when, like, fucking, I don't know, he pushes Lysa Aaron out of the moon door. I thought she fell out the moon door in this episode. Oh, no, she fucked in this episode. She fucked in this episode. Um, I don't know, I guess, is all that's left the Riverlands, where Arya and Sandor go to that comedy club? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went to see an improv show. Yeah, they, so, so like they go up to the Riverlands, and Arya's like, I'm very hungry. And then Sandor's like, yeah, I could really go for, like, um, some, like, poultry to eat. And, um, and, and then he looks in the camera and goes, like, Boo! Yeah. It's, just, it's the it's poultry just boy. It's the poultry boy. The mean um, man. Yeah, so then they're like, so then, uh, like, over the horizon, they see, like, some, some of those cool, like, lights up in the air, like, over, like, flashing through the clouds and stuff like that, uh-huh. um, with, like, electricity. And they're like, what the fuck? Uh, let's go check that out. Um, so then they go up to the ticket counter, and Hot Pie's there. And he's like, yeah, thanks for uh, coming to my improv show. Um, our team name, fuck, what was the team name? So who, who was, like, who was the team? It was Hot Pie, Gendry. It's Hot Pie, Gendry, Nimble Dick. Um, I, I, I would also cast myself as Nimble Dick Crab if I could. Yeah, that's a pretty fucking good. And then, um, I don't know, they had like a dog. Uh-huh. Which is like, I, was, I, I honestly thought it was like kind of creative. It's like, oh, you're like, how are you going to make this? How are you going to like honor this dog suggestions in this scene? You know, it, the group is called Ain't No Rule Say Dog Can't Do Improv. Yep. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Hot Pie go, goes over the snack bar because he also runs the snack bar because it's at the end of the crossroads. Uh, we now <laughs> notice. Mm hmm. Um, and now it's at the improv at the crossroads. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the episode title, by the way. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, so yeah, like they start and there's like, hey, we need a suggestion of like, uh, like a food that you enjoy. And they're like, bowl of brown. And, uh, <sighs> yep. And then, yeah, then the that, crowd that starts me yawning. another audience member. And then they're like, okay, we're going to need a place. And then he's like, King's Landing. And then, and then, uh, Hop High, he says, we're going to need the name of a sword. And then the last guy goes, Widow's Well. Yeah. And then yeah. to round out all of our jokes, make sure we hit all the classics. Yeah. Um, the best, best of episode. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, then like Hot Pie comes out and he's like, he's like pulling an arrow out of a quiver. And then, um, like the dog walks onto the stage. So he's like, oh, greetings, Lassie. I was just practicing my archery. Um, what is the somebody in the well? And then the dog walks off stage, and then the audience is like, "Oh God, I can't believe I I can't believe I paid for this. Oh, I wish I was just at home, dying of hunger, dying dying of hunger, or like having no eyes or something, or whatever happens to people." Yeah, and then you, it's kind of like a, a cool look at like Arya's storyline, like in the books and in the show, is really a good way of showing like what the what the small folk do and like how this how the War of the Five Kings is affecting them. And unfortunately, some people are so destitute that they have to go to improv shows. Yeah, it really it kind of bridges the gap in this scene, which is like kind of like advanced. Like I didn't think that D and D would take this path, but they they show a way how like the common folk and the nobility are alike in some ways, and yeah. that they all fucking hate improv. Mm-hmm. Thanks yeah, and listening. then like, and then uh, fucking Gendry comes out in the next scene, and he's like, 
Hey everybody, I'm Tom and Lannister, and I love to waste the crown's money. <laughs> Everyone loves it. Yeah. Where's my hot wife? And then somebody in the crowd's like, he's a child, please. He's a child. His wife is a grown woman. Stop it. Child. Also, there's no reason for Sansa to be in Winterfell. Yeah. Uh, how do the Sand Snakes teleport onto Tristane's boat? You know, some things just like uh, they don't. Some things are just better left. Uh, you know, mysteries is a big uh, thing about this this series that people like yeah. because they're <laughs> fucking stupid. You know, it's it's about the explanations you don't give. You know, it's like exactly. jazz. Exactly, it's like jazz. Just like this podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Let's never do this again. I you, it was good. you know, you know, people say make more episodes. Come on, guys, give us that content. Well, yeah, <laughs> think twice. Yeah, we're up. Mi- up, oh, oh, you milked us dry. Yep. I, is there is there two th- is there a thing as watering someone too much? You be the judge. <laughs> you watered me dry. <laughs> it's like uh, the the other day there was like a pipe in our um like laundry room that was like leaking and it was and we had a bucket under it but the bucket like we forgot about it and the bucket filled up too much and was just dripping everywhere and then we had to take a towel and the towel was too soaked and it smelled really bad because it was like yucky water that's our show that's our show thank you teens uh keep it sloshy though sonic the hedgehog um keep it uh, keep on chugling um that's all of them right where your lasagna did we get that one What's that? It's a. I don't know. We we talked about Garfield once or something. Lies from the tablecloth. Yeah. Um. Wins of winter this year. Um, <laughs> I I mean I know this was supposed to be a funny episode, but yeah, I, oh, I thought we were out of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Time to die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Kill it. <laughs>